Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Thank you for joining us for Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand is here. And Tony Preckwinkle, Cook County Board President, is on the phone. Uh, Tony had a press conference this morning. She uh, attended, I guess it was a press conference. Tony, how would you would describe that? Because I'm telling you what, hearing her husband speak just ripped my heart out. Well, good afternoon. Um, as you said, I attended a, a press conference this morning to... Uh, commemorate Tamika uh, Talbert. You know, and her husband spoke, as you said, it was just uh, absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, He'd sent her off to work in the morning with a kiss and I love you, and she didn't come back. Uh, You know, this is just one of many, unfortunately, uh, murders we've seen at the beginning of this year. On the same day that Tamika was killed, others were shot and another person lost his life to gun violence. Um, this is this has been a really challenging time. In, in 2021, Cook County saw a thousand people murdered, a thousand people, and um, unfortunately, uh, 23% of the homicides in Chicago were women. That's double the previous year. The previous year was 12%. So, we're seeing not only uh, a tragic number of of homicides, but increasingly those homicides are of women. So, this is a a really, a really tragic moment uh, in our in our city's history. And everybody looks to you as Cook County Board President and to others for a solution because not only has the pandemic made us tired, but you can't speak to anybody without them bringing up the violence in Chicago and asking the same question, what's going to be done? And I know today you talked about making an investment. Can you give us the details of that? Well, in the normal course of things, our our Justice Advisory Council uh, makes grants to community-based organizations that work on violence prevention, helping those who've been uh, detained and incarcerated return to their communities, and restorative justice. So in a a, a normal year, we invest about $14 million. Uh, Basically, for the next three years, we're doubling that amount. Uh, So we'll have about $30 million to invest in each of the next three years, our regular investment plus um, a supplement from the American Rescue uh, Plan Act resources that we've gotten from the federal government. So we're we're ramping up our support, as I said, for violence prevention, um, for anti-recidivism and restorative justice efforts, in addition to the economic development uh, investments that we're making in communities that have been challenged throughout the years with disinvestment and marginalization. Madam President, it's Steve Bertrand. The, the mayor said yesterday that she's reached out to the feds, particularly looking for help in the marshal service to serve outstanding warrants. Are, are you looking? At, are you in similar directions? Have you asked the federal government for assistance in fighting this violence? No, we've been working, however, with the state and the city, uh, and and my own staff around American Rescue Plan investments in uh, community organizations and in violence prevention initiatives. So we're trying to coordinate the federal resources that we've received so that we don't uh, duplicate efforts. We're not overlapping efforts. We're trying to do things uh, in a coordinated and collaborative way. And we're hopeful that we can 
maximize the impact of the resources that are that come to both the state and the and the city and the county in that way. We're talking to Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle. How do you stem the tide of violence when you've got gangs who will give kids a thousand bucks to stand on a corner and sell drugs? I mean, when that money is in their hand and it's cash and it's so lucrative, how do you stop that? I mean, it takes more than an after-school program. No, but I, you know, I think making investments in communities out of which young people come so that there are more opportunities for employment and uh, educational advancement, both within the community um, and in the broader uh, society, I think will really help over the long term. That is investing in communities and people. Uh, but I think immediately we need to uh, try to focus on on stemming the violence through um, closing more cases. I mean, one of the challenges we have in the city of Chicago is that only 25 percent of the murder cases are closed. I think it's 15 percent of carjackings and 10 percent of shootings. And so when, when people aren't brought to justice for the crimes that we know are committed, it's, it's very difficult to get communities to cooperate with us since um, faith in the criminal justice system is diminished by the failure to prosecute, to find and to prosecute perpetrators. You bring up to prosecute. Uh, um, the state's attorney is under fire pretty constantly for failure to prosecute. I know she was your former chief of staff. What is your assessment of her job here? Is she not prosecuting enough of these people being charged? Well, let me go back to what I said earlier. When the Chicago Police Department reports that it closes 25% of the murder cases, that means that 75% are not closed, no one's brought to justice, 15% of the carjackings, that means 85%, in 85% of the cases, no one's brought to justice, and in 10%, 10% of the shootings, that means in 90% of the cases, nobody's brought to justice, the focus needs to be on um, finding and charging people and not the prosecution. I, I'm, I'm grateful for the good work that Kim Fox has done. I think we need to focus on bringing people to justice. Do you think too many people are being released on electronic monitoring? No, of course not. I refer you to Loyola University's study, Dollars and Cents, in Cook County, examining the impact of, uh, of basically electronic monitoring. And what it shows is a very, very small percentage. This work and the work of the University of Chicago Crime Lab says that about 1% of the people who are on electronic monitoring um, are charged with a subsequent violent crime. It's a very, very small percentage. This is a, this is a proverbial red herring, a smokescreen, um, to take attention away from the real challenge, which is finding and charging perpetrators. Because that is devastating. I mean, especially in the case that you were attending the press conference today, she's just trying to go to work. You know, she's a mom, she's a grandmother, she's just looking for a parking place. I think we can all relate to that. And and with that, you're shot and killed. And none of us want to live in a community, in a county where this is happening, and especially to women. What do you think the increase in the violence against women is based on? Where do you think that's coming from? I have no idea, but it's a very disturbing trend. Um, you know, previously the violence was mostly centered around, frankly, young men. Um, and what's happened more in the last year, of course, is a change in that and a, a dramatic increase, although it's still just a quarter of the murders, but a dramatic increase in the number of women who, um, whose lives are taken. I, I don't, I don't, I can't tell you what the reason is, but it's disturbing. And at any point, uh, we're speaking to Tony Preckwick, oh, by the way, the Cook County Board President. At any point in the past year or so, have you just thought, thank God I didn't become mayor of Chicago? 
No, it's a job that I um, I ran because I wanted to do the job. So I can't say that. And will you run again? I'm I'm running for president of the Cook County Board. I've said repeatedly I'm not running for mayor again. It was a miserable experience for me and an excruciating <laughs> experience for my children. I won't subject them to that again. Well, let's maybe ha- end on some happier notes. The, the city said today that uh, the city doctors believe that we've turned the or passed the peak and the Omicron variant. And I wonder what you're hearing from the county numbers. Can you say that's the same for Cook County, suburban Cook County? Well, we're responsible for a health care system. We have two hospitals and 16 outpatient clinics and specialty care clinics. And unfortunately, there's a lag with infection rates and hospitalizations. So we're continuing to see um, high rates of hospitalizations. Our number of, of people in our Stroger and Provident hospitals with COVID has been huddling around between 120 and 130 people, which is higher than it was uh, a year ago, higher than it was at the beginning of the pandemic. So the Omicron variant is, is more contagious than previous versions of COVID-19. Um, not not as lethal, but when the pool of people who are getting the disease is so huge, even a modest percentage of those who, uh, who get the infection can be a, a, a startling amount when it comes to people who are hospitalized and on ventilators. And all across the country, it's not just in Cook County, our hospitals are overwhelmed. Thank you so much for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. I I hope that the efforts to continue to get people vaccinated in the county um, carry on and that people actually take advantage of that because that's so important. Anything else you would like to add about that? Yes, we've opened a mass vaccination site in Forest Park. uh, And later this week, we're going to be opening mass vaccination sites in Madison and Des Plaines um, in response to the the, uh, Omicron uh, variant so people can walk in the door you can make appointments but you can also just walk in the door and get your uh, vaccines to get your booster and anyone five and above can just walk in so you can bring your kids again our our, our site is open in forest park and later this week we're going to be opening ones in in matheson and uh madison and Des- matheson and Des Plaines. and you can go to my shot cook county my shot cook county.com and find information about the addresses of those sites and the hours that were open. Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle, thank you for being a part of Chicago's Afternoon News. Thank you so much for inviting me. Steve Bertrand has the news next. Lisa Dent, WGN.